Patient-centred care is the easiest way to provide the best care possible and to deliver it. We need a healthy dose of partnerships. Improving pathways, opening lines of communication or providing transparency across the continuum. These projects exemplify collaboration and are drastically improving outcomes for their consumers. I guess there is a reason why they say teamwork makes the dream work. Hello, thank you all so much for coming and sharing your afternoon with me. Um, I too would like to acknowledge the um, traditional owners of the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today in which I'm lucky enough to live, um, the Yugger and Turrbal people, and pay my respects to um, elders past, present and emerging. So sepsis, in its technical terms, is a life-threatening organ dysfunction due to dysregulated host response to infection. So it's when your body, in its attempts to fight off an infection caused by any infection, caused by gastro or the flu or from a graze to the knee, um, starts to injure and shut down its own organs. So more than half of sepsis cases worldwide occur in children, with an estimated 25 million cases of paediatric sepsis in 2017, of whom 3.4 million children died. And almost all were left with a broad spectrum of physical, cognitive and psychosocial impacts. So while these sheer numbers and the impacts of sepsis are almost unimaginable, um, just one of the very real faces of sepsis is this beautiful little girl that you can see on the screen behind me, Mia. Our little Wonder Woman Mia was previously a completely healthy and well four-year-old girl who had never even been to a hospital. She developed sepsis in response to a virus and this resulted in her becoming a quad amputee and her and her family facing many harrowing um, physical, emotional and psychological impacts along their journey into their new lives. So while the, um, the figures and the physical impacts of paediatric sepsis were known, the available research and the support networks focusing on the unique holistic experiences of families impacted by paediatric sepsis and what their specific support needs were, it didn't reflect this, it just simply didn't exist. So this clearly identified a critical gap in both knowledge and services in providing a holistic family-centred care for these families. So in 2018, a qualitative research study was completed by our program, the Queensland Paediatric Sepsis Program, led by myself, involving 11 Queensland families of children um, with sepsis managed in paediatric intensive care units. This study explored the lived experiences of these families to better understand their sepsis journey and their unique support needs. So a key theme that came from our consumers was this extreme isolation that they experienced in having a child critically unwell um, and potentially significantly impacted by a condition that they had limited understanding of um, or support around. So, and how they were in desperate need for connection throughout the entirety of their child's illness, recovery or their death. With another parent who had been through what they were going through and who could provide a unique support and guidance that no one in their existing or hospital support networks appeared able to provide. They just wanted to be connected with their peers. And so in the development of our QPSP family support structure, we took the opportunity to co-design the world first paediatric sepsis specific peer mentor program. So we very quickly partnered with our incredible colleagues in the Children's Health Queensland Bereavement Service, who were also on their own journey at the time to co-design a peer mentor program for bereaved parents across Queensland. So while we had different communities of consumers that we were working with, they shared that need for connection with others who had walked a similar path. 
and in consultation with our consumers, we felt that there were enough similarities to develop the basis of the programs together and then take it to a, into our own spaces when the time was right. So one of our colleagues in the bereavement service had also just finished um, her Churchill scholarship where she was able to connect with St Jude's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, um, who so generously shared their parent mentor program that has been running for over 15 years with us as a potential prototype for the development of our own program. Not only did our collaboration with the bereavement service increase the brain's trust behind the development process, it allowed us to pull our available fundings to engage the consultation of the Australian Centre for Social Innovation, also known by its acronym of TAXI. So we engaged the consultative support of TAXI not only because they have demonstrated um, outcomes in developing and delivering peer-led peer programs in a care population, but co-design this methodology entrenched in the belief that the best solutions to problems come from working with the people who are facing those challenges is paramount to Taxi's business model and thus their innovations. So we commenced the collaborative process with Taxi with the focus being on discovery, design and testing of the available prototypes in order to develop a bespoke program that met the needs of the consumer groups that we were representing. Our first step was the recruitment of our consumer groups who were interested in being a part of some or all of this process. Um, and we were incredibly fortunate in that we each had group, um, a group of passionate consumers who were ready to jump on board this co-design journey with us. The collaborative process with Taxi involved three primary pillars that were facilitated by our social innovator and supported the co-design development of the peer mentor programs. The first pillar was the gathering of the insights process, which was a discovery phase focused on us understanding and assessing the context for family support. We achieved this through exploring and mapping the knowns and the unknowns of family experiences and needs from our previous research, from anecdotal experiences and individual interviews with our consumer groups to target this information in greater detail. The second pillar was the synthesis of these insights. So our social innovator ran a workshop where we combined the insights gathered, themed what we had heard from our consumers and identified areas where we needed further guidance from our consumers. These themes allowed us to refine the approach that we took in presenting several existing peer mentor programs to the consumer groups to assist with the development of a tailor, tailored peer mentor program. The third pillar was the development of our own prototype and the development of our evaluation frameworks. So this included running to adapt and adopt workshops with our consumers where the gathered insights were presented and discussed in length, in length um, areas required for, that required further guidance explored, and the frameworks of three existing peer mentor programs were presented as basis to inform what our consumers did and did not want their program to look like. A third workshop was held with our consumers to explore and discuss what was most important to them and what marked success. These learnings then underpinned the um, development of our theory of change and, uh, and evaluation frameworks. So this marked the end of our formal collaborative relationship with Taxi and it was at this stage that we also decided it was the right time for our Queensland Paediatric Sepsis Program and the Bereavement Service to take our separate paths towards developing our individualised um, peer mentor programs for our two unique consumer groups. Under the clear direction provided to us by the consumers throughout the facilitated co-design workshops, we developed our peer mentor program, which included formalised recruitment, onboarding, training and a supervision program. We developed our evaluation tools to ensure that consumer feedback about the structure, the running and the effectiveness of the program is continuing to meet their direct needs. And finally, we launched our pilot peer mentor program late last year. So what does our co-designed, world-first paediatric sepsis peer mentor program look like? 
Um, it, our program aims to provide support to families across Queensland who have a child diagnosed with sepsis or are bereaved as a result of sepsis by linking them with a mentor who has a lived experience of having a child with sepsis more than two years ago. As directed by our consumers, we offer separate mentoring support for families of children who have survived their sepsis and families who are bereaved by sepsis. Families interested in becoming a mentor or a mentee register on our website, and potential mentors undergo a formal recruitment process, including an interview with, where we explore psychosocial functioning, supports and risks. Extensive training, including a workbook and attending a whole day training session, as well as ongoing supervision, including monthly group and individual um, supervision and coaching sessions, are mandatory for our mentors. After being matched with a mentor, the mentee is supported via telephone, email and video calls. We currently have recruited and trained five mentors across um, the survived and the bereaved groups and have plans for our second round of recruitment and training in the coming months. We plan to evaluate this, um, this pilot at the end of this year and utilise these findings to ensure that the program is meeting the identified needs of our consumers. I've included the QR code there for our Family Support Structure website um, and this provides further details about our program and registration for mentors and mentees. So to mitigate our risks and ensure the safety and support of our mentors and our mentees, a significant part of the development of the program was ensuring that compliance requirements are known and met by all of our parties involved. These compliance requirements have been formalised into a Children's Health Queensland guideline and in summary include um, that our mentors undergo the formal interview and recruitment processes, they complete all necessary consumer advocate onboarding paperwork, legal checks and mandatory training, complete encounter forms after each encounter with a mentee where a flag system is utilised to identify any concerns or risks during encounters and to alert um, the program leads to contact the mentor within 24 hours. Their engagement in group and individual supervision um, and debriefing sessions, problem solving and ongoing skill development. In order to recruit our mentors and our mentees to the program, we actively engaged in the promotion of our peer mentor program. So we continued our discussions with the involved consumers to inform them of our plans to promote the program and explored what their ideas were for be the best methods for connecting with new families through um, multimodal resources. So this has so far included information on the program being included in all aspects of our family support structure, including the co-designed journeying through sepsis education and support videos, the QPSP website and the recently launched Sepsis Connection newsletter. We are also working closely with our communications team, exploring multiple channels to promote families um, via hospital and health services across Queensland. So while it's very exciting to stand up here and discuss the development of a truly co-designed program that we are so incredibly proud of, um, it must be acknowledged that there are challenges that come with a project of this depth. Time. Co-designing, it takes time. To develop an understanding of the true lived experiences of these families, of what matters to them and how we can assist to transform that information into a program that meets their needs, it takes time. And while we have all become pretty equipped with dealing with spanners um, being thrown into timeframes over the last two years, a key learning for us was that even with all of the planning and preparing that you do, it always takes longer than expected. And then what often goes hand in hand with a lengthy project is the need for increased funds. While we were very fortunate in that both of our programs, um, our program and the bereavement service, had enough funding available to cover our time in this role and our collaboration with Taxi, we're very mindful that this is not the case um, for all. So in saying that, we became very well aware of opportunities for funding and grants internal and external to Queensland Health throughout this. 
And lastly, it goes without saying that developing a peer mentor program, a program developed by consumers for consumers in a risk-adverse government environment, brings with it its own challenges. Um, there were many, many meetings with our executive teams, with legal teams. There were many processes that we needed to follow and risk management assessments that we needed to complete. But I feel that by co-designing this program through a risk-adverse lens, it actually allowed us to strengthen our focus on the core purpose of this project, being to support and improve the overall well-being of families impacted by paediatric sepsis. So as I hope I've demonstrated today, our families um, that we work with within the Queensland Paediatric Sepsis Program are at the centre of all that we do. I would like to finish today with the most sincere thank you to each and every family that's um, impacted by paediatric sepsis who have shown bravery and vulnerability in guiding us to create a program that we know will change the paths of future families for the better. Thank you so much. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook, Twitter or Instagram and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.